Welcome to the lighthouse, found only on the Plutonian shores in the depths of time. Come, enter. Leave yourself behind. Join us. Look out into the darkness. What do you see? An empty void of nothingness. Thus is time. Flat. Empty. Useless. Until somebody finds it. Somebody like us. I'm going to turn on the light now. See how it shines into the darkness, showing us exactly what we need to see from the horrors of time. In the light, we can see the world. Specifically, America in July 1975. During this time, Gerald Ford is the President of the United States. Richard Nixon had been elected previously, but after the Watergate scandal in 1972, Nixon was forced to finally step down in 74. The war in Vietnam had come to a close after a whopping 20 years. The Eagles had a hit that scored number one on the charts in July, along with the Bee Gees and Frankie Valli. Oh, and a girl by the name of Erin Brown just moved to a small town in Maine called Minnesville. I'll let her tell you about herself. My name's Erin Brown, and I'm seven years old. I just moved to Minnesville, Maine, and I'm not sure I'm really excited about this. I left all my friends behind, and now I'm here alone. My mommy, Derry Brown, said that we had to move here for Daddy's job. I begged and begged them not to come here. I wanted to stay in Ohio. I told Daddy I didn't care what we had to do. He could even work as a butcher. But no, we had to move. So now we're here in Minnie'sville, Maine, and I'm alone. Except Mommy and Daddy. They keep me company. And they've been making sure that I've been having lots of fun. We went to the fair when it was in town. And then we went to the movies and saw the latest blockbuster horror about a slime blob. But we'd normally do that stuff on the weekend. And it's still summer and daddy's working all the time. And mommy's reading and sleeping a lot. She told me to go outside and play. But there's no one to play with. So I just wait around for somebody anybody to find me. Minnesville, Maine is a town just like any other town. It's small, on the coast, and the most exciting thing to happen to the town was when their football team won against their rivals, Westbury, in 1941. The same year those same men joined the army against the Japanese. Now it's 1975. The town hasn't changed much through the Roaring Fifties, the Civil Rights Sixties, or even in the Seventies. The Minnesville Mighties haven't won against the Westbury Warriors since 1941. Minnesville just got a baseball team, adding another team to their collection, making them have two. In about twenty years, the school will have protests and change their name from the Midgets to the Meerkats, in order to not offend a new family that has moved in. Well. Anyways, 
enough about the most boring town in America. Here is some stuff that Erin doesn't quite know. Dairy, Erin's mum, had a summer fling during college with her boyfriend, Thompson. One thing led to another, and Dairy dropped out of college to take care of a beautiful baby girl. Thompson went on to finish college and get a job providing money for the family. However, after seven years, he was fired from his job. After a few months of searching, Thompson found a job near Minnesville, Maine, in the downtown area, of course. So, he decided a small, quiet life would be perfect for his family. Now, here they are, three days after moving in. Uh-oh. I hope I'm not in trouble. Erin, what did I say about the refrigerator door? Dad, I gotta close it whenever I get something from it. So why did I find this door open? I think I forgot to close it. You know how much money it would cost to replace everything in this fridge all at once? I'm sorry, Mommy. We don't have that kind of money right now. We just moved to a new state for Pete's sake. I can't afford this. You can't afford this. So I want you to go and get out of my sight right now before I get really angry. Yes, Mommy. Sheesh. The nerve of that child. I don't try to make Mommy mad. I really don't, honestly. But I think it's like when I get really tired. I get angry too when I'm tired. And she's not been sleeping well. They think I don't hear them. But when Daddy comes home... I've been kind of having trouble sleeping lately. Maybe it's a new house. Maybe it's something else. I don't know. When Mommy gets mad like this, I normally leave the house and go exploring. I find so many things while I'm out there. I find people and dogs and trees and old ruined castles. I think I'm going to go exploring. Our town is really quiet. There isn't much to it. Save for a downtown area we call Uptown. I don't know why it's called that. But I guess it's up of somewhere. I think I'll go for a walk around for a bit up there and see what I can find. Maybe I'll run into Daddy. Shop, 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 restaurant, people, dogs, some old lady with a cat on a leash. Shop, 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 and nothing else. Six shops, one restaurant, some people, dogs, and a crazy cat lady. 
What an adventure this has been. Hey, you. Who, me? Yeah, you, with the crooked nose. I don't have a crooked nose. Maybe not. Want me to make it crooked? No. You've walked the street ten times, crooked ears. I don't have anywhere else to go. Have you been down to the creek? The creek? Yeah. No, I just moved here. Oh, thought that I haven't seen your crooked face around here before. Well, I'm going to go talk to Ma and see if she'll let me get out of the store a little bit early. If I can, want to go down to the creek? Are you going to keep being mean to me? Are you going to keep being a pansy? No. Then I won't. Good. I'm Hope, by the way. Hope Wilson, and I'm eight years old. I'm Erin Brown, and I'm seven. But I'm going to be turning eight in a few months. Are you going to Minnesville Elementary? I will, yeah. Go Minnesville Midgets! Evening, honey. Thompson. Daddy! 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 Hey there, my lovable little angel. How was your day today? Slay any dragons for me? I walked around uptown and looked for you, but I didn't see you, so I counted all of the dogs and cats and people and stores and restaurants in uptown. There's six stores and one restaurant, and guess what? There was even a really weird old lady who had a cat on a leash and was walking around with her cat. Oh, oh, and guess what else? Oh, sounds like you had an exciting day, huh? Uh-huh. Wait till she tells you this next part. I had to stop putting away boxes and unpacking to give this one a tub. I met a girl, and her name is Hope Wilson. And she's kind of mean when you first meet her, but she gets nicer later on. And Hope invited me down to the creek so we went down to the creek and we played and splashed around. Mommy got a bit mad because I got mud in my hair and she told me a lady shouldn't get mud in her hair. But I had a lot of fun and Hope was really nice to me and I'm really glad I have a friend. And when we were getting ready to go home, it turns out her house is right next door. We're going to get two cups and a string and talk to each other. Can I have some cups, Daddy? <laughs> oh, of course, dear. I'm glad to hear about your new friend. But before we talk anymore, how about some dinner, huh? Are you hungry? Oh, I'm starving. Well, that's good, because dinner's ready. Meatloaf. Yuck. Yes! Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Good night, sweetheart. Well, I have to go. <laughs> Sleep well. I will. It's not my fault you got pregnant. It's not my fault you did anything in your life. You didn't have to drop out of college. It is your fault. Everything's been your fault. I could be a nurse. Now I'm looking after a kid. A kid I never wanted. Don't. Ever. Say that about her, Derry. Never. Because you're the one 
who wanted a kid. You're the one who dropped out on purpose. I didn't make you do anything. You wanted to put your life on hold and start a family. I didn't make you do anything. And if you recall, the second I got home, I took care of her as you went off to party with your friends you left at college. <laughs> That's hardly fair. I never, ever wanted to leave her. But you made me get out of the apartment because I go stark crazy. I was afraid that you'd start acting the way that you're acting now. <laughs> well, pardon me, Mr. Money. I'm trying to keep this family together. You're tearing this family apart. Is it all my fault? Should I go downstairs and talk with Mommy and Daddy? You get the couch tonight. Fine. Should I go downstairs and talk with Mommy and Daddy? If I go downstairs, will I get in trouble? Are they waiting down there? Going to yell at me? Growl me? What did I do wrong? Hey, good morning, my wandering mud maker. How are we doing this morning? I'm tired. Are you now? Well, maybe we've got to go to bed even earlier. <laughs> Ew, no. <laughs> I want to stay up later. Uh, maybe one day, kiddo. Give your mom a hug and a kiss for me, sweetie. I've got to head into work. But, Daddy... I've got to get going. Is there... Aaron? Is everything okay? I don't want you to go. Oh, a wandering warrior, come here. You'll be okay. You've got your mommy to protect you. And you can hang out with your new best friend. Bye. Good morning, mommy. <sighs> Not so loud, Aaron. Do you want to do something today? Do you want to help with unpacking the house? Can I see if Hope can help? Can I invite Hope to lunch? Can I go outside today? Erin, I had a rough night. Give me a minute. Be quiet for a bit. Can we have ravioli for dinner tonight? Oh, or get ice cream? I just woke Maybe up. Maybe I can go to the pool later? Erin. Or the playground? Please. Or go to see the Shut Apple up. Dumpling Gang at the movie theater? It came out and I really... Shut up! Erin, no. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. I, I didn't want to hit you. Erin! I just wanted to spend the day with my mom. What's wrong? Can we go play? Hey, Mom, can I go play with my new friend? See, when she doesn't say anything, it means yes. What if she didn't hear you? She isn't even home, but I'll pretend like I thought she was. Won't you get in trouble? No, my parents are too busy working to care about what I do. Oh, okay. Then let's go play. to cook. Maybe you should learn. That's a woman's job. If you keep acting like this, then maybe there won't be a woman around to cook. So you'll have to learn how. Why do we keep coming to this every night? 
Aren't you getting tired? Aren't you afraid Aaron will hear? <laughs> You're right. I am getting tired. We can't keep fighting like this. It's too much for the both of us. Maybe we should just call it quits. But what about Aaron? <sighs> You're right. We shouldn't tell her. Not yet. She'll understand when she's older. They're fighting. What are they fighting? It sounds like they're fighting that thing a lot. Whatever it is. Every night they fight it. And they're trying to protect me. I guess that explains why Mommy is always so tired. And why Daddy seems slower than he used to be. He stopped running in the morning. But what could they be fighting? Something that keeps coming back every night. Something that has even Mommy and Daddy scared. I know what I'm afraid of. Sharks. Like that new movie Jaws. Or giant spiders like from Web of Spider. Or zombies. Like from The Return of the Evil Dead. But all those can be beaten. Jaws blew up. Zombies can blow up. And spiders can blow up too. No, this has got to be a new monster. A monster I've never seen in a movie before. Let's just get some sleep, Derry. Okay? They must have fought the monster off for tonight. But where is its evil lair? If it's a monster, then it has to have a lair. Maybe Mommy will be happier when she sees me if I can find the monster's lair. I'm gonna go find it. And I'm gonna go beat it up. Yeah, nothing scares me. I'm just like Hope. She's fearless. So I will be too. And I won't be alone either. I'm gonna bring Teddy. He's seen a lot in his stuffed life, so he can help me beat this monster. He beat the one in my bed and in my closet. This is going to be easy peasy lemon squeezy. It's so dark. It's so empty. Oh no! Daddy! Daddy! We gotta do something! There's something in the dark with us! Daddy! Do you see any monsters? scream. Daddy, I'm scared of the monsters. Oh, you broke mom's glass vase. Uh, sorry, Daddy. I'm so sorry. 
I just heard that you and mommy were fighting, and then I came downstairs to fight the monster, so you and mommy wouldn't have to fight it anymore. But I broke mommy's favorite vase, and now the plants can't drink anymore, and I'm sorry. Whoa, 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 hey there. It's okay. You're safe now. You've got me. Here, let's hug it out. I'll fight off any monsters you dream up, okay? Okay. I'm sorry, Daddy. I didn't mean to- I'm no. Erin looks up from her embrace to see that she hadn't been hugging her father. No. She had been hugging the nightmare she cooked up in her mind. It was a one glowing red-eyed monster, an eye that looked deep into her own and knew her, loved her, but not like her parents loved her. This monster loved her in an entirely different sense. It loved that it had been born from this child's mind. It loved that its creator would soon become its first meal. And this Erin could see in the monster's eye. Its body was made of thick brown sludge, as if it were from a mystery sludge that the school lunch lady gave to you. The sludge was constantly flowing, oozing from eye to floor, and then being soaked back up and reused. And in the middle of that sludge was one smiling mouth, a smile that tore through the child's heart and possibly soon her flesh. The teeth were sharper than the broken glass at the ground near Erin's feet, and finally, protruding from in what appeared to be the most spontaneous of places, were hardened, greened tentacles. They whipped around, entrapping Erin's body and lifting her off the ground. Daddy, do something! I'm not real. Well, you don't have a nose, but everything else about you is really crooked. The monster stops dead in its tracks. Erin completely horizontal. Hope! Wait. Were you going to eat her? That's gross. Eating people is just weird. Try a salad or a mirror burger. You are food. Will be forgotten. All of the best monster movies end with something exploding or catching on fire. The only thing that will be forgotten is you, Sludge Fudge. Hope removes a lighter that she had stolen from her father a few weeks before. Flipping it open, she ignites the back of the monster. Erin drops to the floor as the tentacles fling about wildly. back of your head, but seriously! Oh. 
you're right behind me. Oh. Ah, the girl from down the street. Are you okay there? Do you need a ride home? I, I can't see my house anymore. Why are you out here so late, miss? I'm, I was running. I don't know where I am anymore. Why don't you hop in the car and I'll take you home? I don't want to go back home. There's a monster there. Well, why don't I take you to a Maraburger? We'll get you a milkshake. I, what? What about Hope? Who? My best friend. Maybe I should go back home. Well, hop right in the back and I'll take you home. You certain I know you? Yeah. I'm Hope's dad. Oh, I never met you before. I work a lot. Come on. You said my girl is in trouble. Uh, yeah. She's at my house. Good. Hop it. Oh. I didn't realize you were driving someone else. Oh, no. You might actually know her. I don't really know anyone. I just moved here. Honey, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Erin Brown, and I just moved to Minnie'sville, Maine. And now, darkness. I have turned the light off, blinding you, throwing you back into the infinite void of time. Don't worry, I'll shine the light on something in our past soon. This story, like many others, may or may not have happened. It took place in a real time and a real place. But were the people real? Perhaps we'll never know. It came from down the stairs. Written by Noah Martin. Featured in the cast tonight were Mercury the Unsound as the wandering Erin Brown, Lisa Marie Lee as the lovely Dairy Brown, Alexander Peters as the playful Thompson Brown, Kiona Bashful Echo as the powerful Hope Wilson, and Noah Martin as the mysterious demon. I'm Eurasian Rob, and I have been your narrator tonight. If you like what you heard, then be sure to tune in monthly for Horrors Beyond Your Imagination. Available where you listen to podcasts. And remember, history is a part of our lives. Some stories, characters, and depictions may not reflect modern views. The views expressed in this show are not the views of actors or retrospection radio, and are merely meant for the sake of story. On that note, stay tuned for part two, and after that... The terrible tale of Caligula.